the discussion about how the new things work, they're in this Discord that Google's not indexing. And so that's that's wow. creating this situation where it's not indexed and it's not structured HTML pages, it's just conversations. But what's really good at conversations is a large language model like ChatGPT. So there are people that are actually connecting their ChatGPT instances into Discord. Oh, wow. And using that to basically learn, gather the information they need, and replace Google as how they're searching for that information. Wow. Well, good day, everybody, and once again, welcome to Commerce Today. My name is Darren Newbold, and I'm excited to be here with you. And as always, my very fun, and I'm still trying to figure out the question I can ask him to determine if he's real or ChatGPT, Josh Warren. We're so glad to have you. Hey, yeah, I'm still working on that plug-in where ChatGPT can actually just replace me entirely and I can just go retire on an island, but it's not there yet, so. Well, all right, we're not off topic because this is all about commerce and we're very, very focused on it, but we've got some really, really cool stuff to talk about. So first up on our, on the overall list is, you know, really AI visibility enhancements, e-commerce's future today. See, I keep trying to make the titles more and more of a tongue twister. Exactly. Trip Thank, you up, so. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate that. Uh, my English lessons will be later this afternoon. Hey, but you're working on your Polish. I am. So I that's am. probably what's throwing you off. But. Totally. All right. Back to a regularly scheduled programming. AI visibility. We're going to shorten it. AI visibility enhancement. It'll be AVE. So AI visibility enhancement, AVE. And then the other key piece of this is, is what we're calling LLM, which is the language learning uh, models. So that's like ChatGPT. Yeah, it's the technical name basically for things like ChatGPT. So let me kick it over to you, Josh, because you're the smart one here and I'm just uh, along for the ride. So first and foremost, LLM, ChatGPT, decision-making, get us started. Yeah, yeah, I'll dive right in. And really there, there's two trends we're going to talk about today because I see these two trends intersecting Really now, um, when I first started thinking about this, I was like, oh, six months from now, these trends are going to intersect, but things are moving faster than that. And so the first trend is that people are using LLMs and specifically chat GPT in decision making. So if you're not familiar, and I feel like we should just record this before, play it back for all of our recent episodes, but if you're not familiar, um, ChatGPT is a large language model. Basically, it's an AI. You can go to openai.com. Um, and with a free account, even um, talk to it. And it is a, I mean, chatbot is not is selling it way short, but it's an AI that you can converse with that can answer your questions, that can do all sorts of stuff for you. And uh, people are already using it for research and even for decision making. ChatGPT has released some plugins that are currently in, I don't even know if they consider it a beta, but it's a very early test. And so one of these plugins, for instance, is. Um, with a, a service called Klarna. And Klarna has lots of data about lots of products um, that are available for purchase. If you have access to the plugins, you turn on the Klarna plugin, you could do a search and say something, or not not a search, and we'll talk about it in a second, <laughs> but you can have a conversation with ChatGPT and you can say, I really need to find the most affordable car seat available in the United States that meets um, US and European safety standards. And AI will go off, it'll talk to that plugin, it'll do some thinking, crunch some data, and it'll give you a product and say, hey, this is the product you should buy. Wow. 
that is that's amazing. I know I know the other thing is is it can also give you multiple product. You can say, give me the top five that uh, that are available. So that is fantastic. Well, you mentioned two trends. So tell us about the second trend that uh, yeah. that we have going on. So the the second one um, is that basically information is being created and consumed faster and faster than ever before, faster than Google and traditional search engines can even keep up with. I have a lot of friends that work at Google. I think Google's going to figure this out. This isn't like a, the death of Google type thing, which I've seen some people saying, but I think Google is going to have to pivot a bit and probably put more work into the search side of things than they've had to do in a long time. And that is because there's a lot of information out there that um, can't be indexed via the traditional means because, again, it's changing, growing so fast. I think the easiest example is our previous episode right before this one. We talked about a, uh, a library, a system called LangChain, LangChain being a, a really useful way to integrate with and connect to these um, AIs. Well, LangChain is so new and moving so fast that when you Google for it, you either don't find anything or you find information that's already out of date. And so what I've been finding is- Which is information just from yesterday. Yeah, in some (laughs) cases, yeah. Just because literally every single day there are updates to the way LangChain works. Um, And this technology is moving so fast that even it's hard to make decisions about, for instance, how are you going to store the data you're feeding into your your AI and your AI initiatives or projects in your company? Well, literally every day, new approaches are being invented. And so you Google for that and it's kind of out of date. Well- what I found that's also kind of interesting is like in the case of LangChain, the answers are on Discord. And if you're not familiar with Discord, it actually it started out as basically a way for gamers to talk. Um, it's a um, – think of it as Slack for gamers. Um, that's really basically what it is. Um, but there's a lot of different um, Discord communities that are set up around different software packages now or different interests, different concepts. And for LangChain – all the discussion about how the new things work, they're in this Discord that Google's not indexing. And so that's that's wow. creating this situation where it's not indexed and it's not structured HTML pages. It's just conversations. But what's really good at conversations is a large language model like ChatGPT. So there are people that are actually connecting their ChatGPT instances into Discord. Oh, wow. And using that to basically learn, gather the information they need, and replace Google as how they're searching for that information. Wow. That's pretty cool. Continues to be just a skosh on the scary side, but we'll we'll leave that for another episode another time. Oh, I, I, I think even you can just go watch Terminator or The Matrix. <laughs> or, yeah, exactly. basically we're all feeding a lot of information into this intelligent machine that keeps getting more and more intelligent, and that never ends badly. So, <laughs> Yes. Ask anyone in the sci-fi world, right? Yeah. All right. So we, we've learned about the couple of trends that you wanted to discuss, but that ultimately leads us to this really kind of overall newer concept, and we really want to bring this into the, the Commerce Today audience, and that is talking about the, this AI visibility enhancement, AVE. Tell us about that and and what all does that mean? So to me, AVE is like SEO, but it's SEO for the AI age and hmm. the, uh, the LLM age. And what I mean by that is if your products 
are if these large language models, and we'll use ChatGPT as the example because that's the one everyone's using right now. If ChatGPT doesn't know that your products exist, when a user asks for a recommendation on a product to buy, your product's never going to be recommended. If it knows that your product exists, but it doesn't have a ton of information about it, maybe it'll be recommended some. But if you really optimize it, you make sure that you've done everything you can to enhance the visibility of your products to these AIs, then there's a better chance they're going to recommend them when people are, are searching, um, or again, not really searching, but talking to them. And right now, you might be thinking, oh, this is, you know, this is like, 5%, 2% of the population that is talking to Yeah, I wanted to ask that. Too. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a, a small slice of the population that's talking to it. It's not a huge market. That's how e-commerce started. That's how the internet started is. That was just, oh, there's, you know, 2%, 3% of these people kind of on the cutting edge that are all of a sudden they want to buy things online. Why would you want to do that and all that? Well, that's kind of happening again, except now it's happening within the world of things like chat GPT. And where that gets really interesting is when you realize that ChatGPT isn't always just going to be a web interface you have to sign up for. It's going to be in our voice assistants. It's going to be in our vehicles. It's going to be, I'm sure somehow Apple is already trying to figure out how to get it into their glasses that they're working on. Oh my. This is where technology is going. And so say five or 10 years from now, if the way people are shopping is by saying, hey, ChatGPT, buy me a new car seat and it goes and does it, wouldn't you like to be one of the first people whose products are recommended when they do that? And Well, yeah, I was just going to say this is, as we were discussing before the show, this is like the wild, wild west early days of SEO when you could throw a word into your website and that got you instantly top ranked and, and people could find you instantly. Yeah, we, we actually had a client we worked with many, many years ago that made, she made millions of dollars because... She had one of the first websites that had handbags in the URL, in the domain name, and it was back when you could just have a meta keyword tag that you put handbags in, and then when people searched, um, and it wasn't even Google, it kind of predated that, but when people searched online about buying handbags, first result, and made crazy amounts of money from that. There's going to be people making crazy amounts of money off of this new trend as well. Well, all right, that leads us... Really to my next, almost a, it's a question. When do they need to do it? I mean, what do businesses need to do about this AVE implementation? Yeah, so there's already two ways that your products can be fed into chat GPT. Um, one of those ways is uh, through Klarna, if you're a Klarna customer. Um, and then the other way is if you're a Shopify customer. Um, for everybody else, your products aren't even necessarily visible. Um, I've done some tests and it seems like if your product was on Amazon in 2021 or 2020, there's a chance that ChatGPT wow. is aware of it. So, But otherwise, there's a really good chance that it has no idea that your products even exist. And that's where, um, unless you want to replatform to Shopify, which I wouldn't do that just for this. That seems like <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of work for uh, uh, something that probably isn't the best approach. Um but instead, you need to start thinking about how can you make your product data easier for LLMs to access? How can you make them aware of it? How can you feed it into them? Right now, today, um, that's through ChatGPT plugins. But ChatGPT plugins, OpenAI has been very honest about how they can't scale that program fast enough, that they're getting more interest for building those plugins and adding them into the interface. And they're, they're still trying to solve that problem. So I think that 
every business, you need to start thinking about this. You need to start um, making sure that you have your data stored in a way and ready to go that you could feed it in to an LLM. And what would that look like? I mean, and, and the first thing is kind of cover your basics of product data. Just have clean, machine-readable, good product data. And if you're an e-commerce retailer out there, you probably, probably have, already have it. Well, or you have a good sense that you don't. There's well, definitely some, but you usually know. If you have product data problems, you usually know. And right. it's kind of an area. It's one of those things that will fall into the backlog or the technical debt sometimes. So another good reason to start cleaning that up. Um, but then also beyond that, if you have technical resources, I mentioned Langchain before. Langchain is a very interesting way to not only communicate with LLMs, but to even use LLMs to solve some of these problems. So mm-hmm. You can actually have your team look at that and start looking at ways to build that into your processes so that you're building this data out. Um, If you're a major brand, um, big enough that you feel like you can get OpenAI's attention, you absolutely need to just write a chat GPT plugin like yesterday. You need to get that done. You need to get it submitted um, because then... Those brands, it's almost like the early days of mobile apps. And one thing I haven't mentioned is ChatGPT, you can only select and activate up to three plugins in a session. So, um, for instance, you can turn on the Shopify one, you can turn on the Klarna one, and you can turn on one other. Well, that means that if if every brand tries to have their own ChatGPT plugin, it's probably not going to work because you can only select three right now. But if you're a brand that's big enough where you have that name recognition, like if you're Nike and I'm searching for shoes, I'm probably going to say, okay, I'm going to turn on the the Shopify plugin, the Klarna plugin, the Nike plugin. So if Nike hasn't already, if you're a Nike guy, maybe you're maybe, not a Nike. Maybe. New, new balance maybe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. 220, 221, whatever it takes. <laughs> so if Nike isn't already working on one of these plugins, I would be shocked. Like them and brands like them absolutely need to have already written one. Um and then I think otherwise, you just need to keep your ear to the ground around all this. This is evolving very quickly. One of the reasons I wanted to talk about it today is I wanted to start this conversation because I'm assuming that as an e-commerce industry, we don't want our blanket recommendation to be go to Shopify if you right. want to have your products accessible by chat GPT. Every single brand can't go out there and create their own separate chat GPT plugin um, because people aren't going to scroll through a list of thousands of them. Well, and that's where I want to pause you real quick. I I was wondering who isn't somebody going to build the Swiss Army knife of plugins that then is the plugin that plugs in every other plugin? There's actually some work <laughs> happening in Langchain where you can use it to basically say, and it's it's not with ChatGPT plugins yet; it's with Zapier. But yeah, you, yeah, you can have Langchain use basically tell it, here's all the different Zapier plugins I have. Now pick the top three that an AI might need while answering this question. Hmm. And so that's the other thing is we may see a future where instead of going to chat GPT, someone builds shop GPT and everyone goes there and it could automatically filter between all these different plugins. So, Ooh, could be the Amazon of chat GPT. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, you heard it here, folks. (laughs) All right. Amazon, you didn't hear it here. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, we're uh, we're about to wrap up. I did want to ask you a quick question. You had mentioned that that uh, there may be a uh, an example or something that you'd like to talk about if we had time. So, is that something we'd like to uh, yeah. to touch on real quick? Yeah, I actually um, 
I posed this question to GPT-4, the newest version uh, that OpenAI has, the newest AI basically, and said, you're a LLM. Tell me, as an LLM, if I ask you for recommendations on a product to buy, what is going to influence your decision? And it gave me seven answers. Uh, so I think all seven of these are useful things for retailers to think about. Um, I think for time, we'll only be able to cover a couple of them, but we will have some blog articles over on uh, the Creativity website that dives in further. But first one being, of course, detailed and accurate product information, um, up-to-date product descriptions, specifications, features. This and I'm quoting. This is so weird, but I'm <laughs> quoting GPT-4 here, and it says, "This helps me better understand the product and determine if it's relevant to my users' needs." Um, High-quality images and media. That was something I was experimenting earlier. Even with um, Kayak has a Chat GPT plugin or a travel service, and it was building out trip itineraries for me, and it was putting some pretty attractive imagery within wow. everything. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, basically. Um, it says that that will allow me to showcase your product from multiple angles to make it more appealing and easier to recommend to the user. So, And then the last one we'll cover uh, today is positive reviews and ratings that uh, LLMs are more likely to prioritize well-reviewed products as they will be perceived as more reliable and trustworthy by users. And you'll notice in that language there something interesting. GPT isn't trying to figure out what makes the best recommendation. It's trying to figure out how to make the recommendation that it thinks a consumer will be happiest about. So the way it even says perceived as more reliable and trustworthy by users. And so there's going to be, this is why I feel like this is the next field revolution of something next like SEO. So. Yeah. The question I would have is, is it going to be able to tell the difference between the reviews and ratings from real humans or other bots that might be out there? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a bot war on now of trying to detect bot-generated content then trying to beat the detectors back and forth. So, Oh, my. Well, hey, as we, uh, as we wrap up today, this, this Commerce Today episode, definitely want you to, to recognize and understand and, and hear the importance of the AI visibility enhancement and AVE as we're coining it here, really understanding how important that is and that this literally is the, the forefront. We're tip of the spear on ways that you as a, as a merchant could be in front of others in a really neat way. Anything else you want to add there, Josh? Uh, just that if you are watching the live stream um, – on the Creativity LinkedIn page, YouTube, Twitter, wherever you found us. Um, I'm going to go out to all those places and post in the comments the links that will be in the show notes because we have some good links that will go out with the podcast show notes that I think anyone that's watching could also uh, benefit from. So I'll get that out uh, later today. Excellent. Well, as always, we are so thankful that you are here and joined us today. We really appreciate it. Definitely want to encourage you to subscribe and share our podcast and video. And with that, as always, take care and have a great rest of your day.